We love to see it. Let's go. Welcome to the first episode of This is Mappa Transfer Rumors News and Update. Well, I was hoping to start this next week, but a lot of stuff has happened um, the past couple of days. So I thought I'd uh, get it started right now, in all fairness. I don't know why I put myself through this, in all fairness, because I, I've got horrible flu and hay fever so I feel like utter rubbish um but hey it is what it is this episode is brought to you by inspire sports management and project 357 so if you love your car wrappings go to project 357 they're absolutely incredible they've been so bloody supportive of us and I would like to thank them for sponsoring us joseph hello Stel. vada is coming well that was wasn't going to be the first story i was going to go with joseph it wasn't going to be the first story. The first story I'm going to go with isn't actually Cyprus football related, but it is Greek related. And um, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention to this, but Tottenham Hotspur have approached Celtic for Ange Postecoglou. Those of you who don't know, Ange Postecoglou has just won the treble at Celtic. He came from uh, a team in uh, Japan, if I'm not mistaken. He coached the Australian national team and he's Greek. Now, this story has been going on for the past few days and I didn't really want to do anything until I got any concrete information, but David Ornstein tweeted today that the deal is practically done. He's almost right. He's Ornstein. He's almost right. Because the thing is, there are people that I've been talking to in and around uh, the Postacoglu camp in and around the Tottenham camp. And from what I've been told is originally Levy didn't want Postacoglu. Postecoglou wanted full autonomy with the transfers. He wanted the £200 million kitty. And uh, if you know Postecoglou, he's a very authoritarian coach. He wants things done his way. And um, Levy has had coaches like that with Mourinho and, and Conte. But the thing is, Postecoglou is a very loved man. He's very well respected. He says things that should be said. Excuse me if I keep sniffing because I've got mixes. Um so, yeah, as far as I've been told this evening, Levy has done a U-turn. They've agreed a salary with Ange. And the only sticking point at the moment is the uh, the transfer budget. The transfer budget for this summer. Now, watch this space because it'll be great news for, for Greeks to have Bosse Goglu in the Premier League. I think he'll be the first Greek head coach in the Prem, which is uh, something amazing. And Tottenham's training ground is literally 10 minutes away. So if Ange does get the job, I'm going to be going there with my camera. It might be do some live streams for you guys. So yeah, that's um, that's an interesting one that you need to definitely keep your eyes peeled. Now, there's another story, which again, it's not Cyprus football related, but is Tottenham Hotspur related. And this could impact uh, Ange's job. And uh, that is Harry Kane. Now, 24 Sports say that Real Madrid want Harry Kane to replace Karim Benzema. And there, there is a lot of truth in that. But here's something that I will tell you guys right now. Something that I've heard this evening. Number one, Harry Kane currently wants out of Tottenham. He wants out, irrespective of who comes in. And number two, Bayern Munich are interested in Harry Kane. No one's mentioned this yet, but there is genuine interest from Bayern Munich. So you've heard it here first. Don't say I don't give you guys any exclusives. Um, as for exclusives, there was a comment that uh, Joseph made 
Vada is coming. This is something that I heard yesterday morning. Omonia had contacted Amir Vada. Talks were ongoing. They see him as a replacement for Shraddy. I guess Omonia need a winger. They also need three other players. They need a left-back, a centre-back and a striker. These have been confirmed to me. In fact, it was confirmed to me weeks ago when Omonia decided to send a WhatsApp message to as many agents as they possibly could because they don't have a scouting team. But um, irrespective of what happens with the Somadio, they still need four players. And Vada is one that they've targeted, apparently. That's what I've been told. So, yeah, if, if you know something, Joseph, tell me, because I, I don't know anything else. But if he's coming, he's coming. It is what it is. Yanna, any news for Karim? I don't know anything, Yanamu. I haven't heard anything about Karim. Um, as far as I'm aware, it's holiday time for all the players. I know Bash signed his new contract yesterday. He's actually He actually went shopping today in Bista Village in Oxfordshire, which is about an hour away from me. Why didn't he tell me? I could have gone for a cafe with him, but yeah. So let's see. Let's see. Hello. Now, like Nego is close. I'm more than happy to let Matthews go. Well, George, again, interesting that you put out this message because um, there was a report in well on Supersport FM. Where is it? Let me bring it up. Here we go. For me, and a tweet. Well, if you guys go onto the This Is Mappa Twitter page, you will see that we put out that tweet because we got the news. There you go. So go to our Twitter account and check yesterday's tweet, and you will see that we reported it yesterday. Yesterday's news today, I'm afraid, boys and girls, like the same news that we reported about David Badia being linked with a club in Cyprus. And a couple of days later, they put out, he's linked to Ethnigos. There you go. Vada to Omoni does not make any sense to me, so it's probably happening. Well, Nigo, I'll be honest with you, it makes per perfect sense because Omoni are neither winger and Vada's available on a free. And let's get it right. I'm sorry to burst anyone's bubble. Omoni are only going to try and sign free transfers and loan signings this summer. So it makes perfect sense. You read somewhere that Avu Steers talks with Roberge. Andrea Moore, it wouldn't surprise me at all because didn't he coach him at Abolon, if I'm not mistaken? Um, and Roberge, his future is still, uh, well, it still hangs in the balance at Abolon. Um, the club clearly want him to stay. Does he have a contract with him? I don't think he's out of contract. So there you go. I don't believe Vardy's coming to Omonia. Mix Militic, Lang, Barker on their way out. Well, Barker would definitely go. For sure. Not sure about Lang and Militic. I haven't heard anything about Militic leaving. I know someone that's close with Militic and I haven't heard anything about him leaving. Lang's got a contract till 2025. I don't see Omonia releasing him. And I don't know if anyone's come in for an offer. As for Mix, I think he's got a contract till 2024. He's got a year left. So again, are Omonia going to pay them out? Buy out their contracts? I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. So, yeah, watch this space. Right, next story. Now, this one is quite interesting, I believe, anyway. And it involves Olympia Goz and Anorthosi. Um, according to 24 Sports, Khalili is on the radar of Anorthosi. Khalili obviously came in 
he did a pretty good job. Uh, Limbiago in the short period of time he was there. Definitely a standout player for him. Um, and Theodoro reports that Anorthosi are, are looking into him. But they're also into uh, Araujo, I think. But if Khalili joins Anorthosi, it'll be a good deal, I believe. I think he's a very good player. He's too good for Olympiagos, certainly too good for second division. Do Anorthosi need another central midfielder? Well, I think with Artimada out, and it looks like he's going to be out for a while, they definitely need another central midfielder. And um, I think he's available for on a free, isn't he? So, yeah, I think that'd be a good good signing. A very good signing for, for Anorthosi. But can they afford him? Do they have the money? I didn't watch the, the Blue Zone podcast with Sandys the other day. So I don't know if anything was said when it came to transfers. But um, yeah, this is this is another one that I'm sure has legs in some way, shape or form. Um, what else have we got? Ah, here's another one. Here's another one which might surprise you lot. A player that no one has probably ever even heard of. I've been hurt. I've been, I've been hurt. I've been told that this striker from Nigeria, Imad... Osiranquo, he's 22 years old. He's got eight goals this season in the Nigerian league. Um, I've been told that a couple of teams in the second division are after him. Now, at 22 years old, he's played for, I believe, the Nigerian under-19s. He's big, strong, burly. I've seen clips of him. I don't know too much about him, in all fairness. But from what I've been told, he's very highly rated. Um, And I've just brought up his, his Instagram Attacker highlights, he's, he's, he looks like he can be a bit of a handful. And again, I can't judge a player by a few clips because you know that YouTube can make any player look like Didier Drogba. But from what I've seen of this kid, he's tall, he's strong, he's got a good shot on him, very physical. And uh, as we know, separate defenders do not like that kind of player. So I fully expect him to be playing second or maybe third division football in Cyprus next season. And uh, I fully expect him to be moved on for a big fee. How he missed that, I don't know. But, um, you know, this is Cyprus. It is what it is. So, yeah, that's there's another story, which I, I guess is going to have legs. Uh, the next one, the next one, which I'm very, very pleased about because he's a good friend and I'm very happy to see this happen. Jason Punchin. Jason Punchin is look is uh, set to be announced as the new Bayer head coach, second division team. Um, he's been doing his coaching badges for the last few months. And to see Jason get his first job in Cyprus, I think it's a very proud moment, not just for him, but for Cyprus. This player has played in cup finals in England. He's played Premier League teams. He's played for some fantastic clubs all over the UK. And um, he certainly was a good player for Buffalo. All right. Was a bit unlucky on off the sea. Um, but this season was a fucking mess for him anyway. But to see Punch get the head coach role at Bayer, I'm very, very happy for him. And congratulations, Punch. This is incredible. It's a great start to the journey. Hopefully, they will back him and give him opportunities. By the way, I've squeezed a whole lemon and I'm drinking it with Nero because my throat is just fucked. My hay fever's all over the place. I'm sorry. I should really have more planning, shouldn't I? But anyway, it is what it is. Um, one more story, which I guess, uh, won't please many IL fans because, uh, this player, I think has been very, very good for them since, uh, joining, since coming to the island. And, uh, that's Davor. Davor looks like he's on his way out. 
um, hasn't signed a new contract. He's 25 years old. Uh, Football Macedonia reported that he'll be leaving. And uh, I think it's a shame. I think he's a very good player for Ayl. Um, again, another club that's had an indifferent season. I know they reached the cup final, but it wasn't great for them. And Davor believes that it's time to move on and good luck to him. I think he'd do very, very well in any league that he went to. And uh, him being part of the Macedonian national team tells me that he's got potential, he's got ability. And um, any club throughout Europe that has him will be very, very lucky. I've been very impressed with him, especially his uh, his energy and his tenacity in the middle of the park. So, yes, I think it's a big loss for Ael. I'm surprised they didn't fight tooth and nail to keep him. Chibola clearly is a good player. And those two in the middle of the park would be fantastic. But unfortunately, Chibola's had injuries. Ayel have had, what, three coaches this season? <laughs> Hasn't been a great year for them. But Davor leaving be a big, big loss to him. Big loss. So, yeah, watch this space, I guess. Now, in terms of any other news in Cyprus, I can't really think of anything else. I know um, it was reported that Transfermark have um, boosted the values of uh, Sarfor, Dvali, and um, who else? <laughs> Another uh, upper world player. Whether or not Sarfo stays is a different story. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be it'll be a difficult one for them, especially given their financial situation. So yeah, just watch this space. It'll be a, a difficult summer for them. Apparently, they've got a head coach lined up, who I don't have a clue who it is. Given their finances, it's going to be a difficult one. So yeah, let's see. Anyway, let's get some comments in. Nicola Vada. Even if we ignore him not being able to follow the preseason, his off-field antics, what about him not being able to travel abroad for European games? Surely the latter is a deal-breaker. Well, what's the story with him not being able to travel? Because I know his uh, his passport is expired, but I don't know if he's got any restrictions on travel. I don't know. Does anyone know? Let me just blow my nose. I don't want this to come out. On... Nastiness. Mick says... Ah, Gabriel Sisu, my guy. The best in Cyprus. Check his YouTube channel. Because this guy goes from country to country and he films all the fans, all the ultras. It's fucking brilliant. Gabriel, I need you to come on this podcast one day, man. Let's do a pod together. Look at this. I've got toilet roll. I haven't got fucking tissues. I've got toilet roll. Yeah. Safor was worth 900 grand on the contract until 2025. Well, this is a, a very good point, Andrea. Because if a player hasn't been paid uh, for a certain amount of time, more often than not, under FIFA rules, they can break their contract. Now, we keep hearing Safor loves Aboel, and they certainly took a big gamble on him, given his reputation, let's put it that way. Um, but will Pedridis be happy to see his player possibly moving on? They certainly can command the transfer fee for him, no doubt about it. But the same goes with Vada. Where can Safo play? Because we know about his record. If I'm not mistaken, Cyprus and maybe two other countries he can play in. I think Bulgaria is one, which is why they go on on a pre-season tour, or pre-season training to Bulgaria, because he can play there legally. And is Serbia another country? So... Could Red Star Belgrade be interested in him? 
We know that they've got links with Upperworld. I think Savage's assistant at Red Star Belgrade, if I'm not mistaken, could uh, Red Star Belgrade help them out financially? You never know. I'm just saying. And uh, if Safford gets an offer to go to Red Star Belgrade, why wouldn't he go? Champions League football? It's a no-brainer, isn't it? Ben came from there, so I'm sure you told him good things about the club. I think it'll be a no-brainer. You heard it here first. Who are the big teams you think will strengthen most in the summer? Nicola, I will tell you this for now. I'll tell you this for free. I've heard, on good authority, that Addis are looking at players around the value of 2 million. Let that sink in. They're looking to upgrade their squad and sign players up to the value of 2 million. If you want to talk about transfer mark, that's the value. That is, it's done, isn't it? It's done. They're going to win the league again next season. Ludogorets could be a good move for him. Yes, there could be a good move for them. Although, what I will say to that is Ludogorets have got a very strong Brazilian scouting network. And they've got a very strong Brazilian, uh, how can I put it, link up. One of my friends, Bruno, Googling Bruno Pivetti. He was assistant at Ludogorets for a couple of years. Won the league title there. He's back in Brazil. And he told me about their, their strategy. They look at Brazil, the Brazilian market, sign young players, and players that are in the mid-20s, mid and sell them on. Same, same as Shakhtar next. They used to do that. Remember Shakhtar? They used to sign players like Fred. They sold him for like 60, 70 million. So there are clubs that have got certain models, Stefano. Yeah? Some clubs have got certain models. And I'll give you an example. There's a club called Nordschilland. I think they're in Denmark or Norway. One of those two. They're owned by a guy called Tom Vernon. And Tom Vernon created an academy in Ghana called Right to Dream. And he gets a lot of these young Ghanaian players, sends them to Nordschilland when they're ready to play first team, develops them and sells them on for a shit ton of money. I mean, that's where Ernest Asante came from. Nordschilland via Ghana, via Right to Dream. So a lot of clubs around the world have got these links. Look at Abea, Agrodiri. They've got a strong link to the Netherlands. In fact, they've got three or four Dutch players. They've got a few players from Australia, if I'm not mistaken, because their head coach has got the Australian links there. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, clubs like Addis, for example, have got a strong African network. So let's see. Let's see. Addis will dominate the league for the next few years. I, I, I can't disagree. Can't disagree whatsoever, bro, honestly. And it's scary when you think about it. A club that's got a budget and they want to sign players up to fucking two million. It's crazy. And numbers bullies don't answer if asking Bafo, do you I don't think we will sell Karim to Bafo. No. I don't think you need to worry about that. I don't think you need to worry about that at all. Who is the ex-City player that we're looking for? Who is we? I don't know. What team are you talking about? Omonia? I don't know any ex-City players. I know they're looking at, well, they're, they've been proposed, a former Man United player. Um, but not ex-City, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard about that club. I think Essien is a sporting director. Bravo, Michael Essien. 
you're dead on, 100% right, because Michael Essien knows um, knows Tom Vernon very, very well. In fact, Michael Essien, I interviewed the Nordschilland coach a couple of years ago, and um, Michael Essien actually retweeted it. In fact, let me, let me find that fucking tweet, actually. Let me have a look. Hold on, boys and girls. I'm sorry. Hang about. I'm just trying to be a bit... Uh, uh, ah, fuck it. I can't find it. I'm going to have to bring it up later. I'm too tired, man. Fucking tired. Uh, no, I can't find it. I'll find it later on. I'll bring it up another time. Can't be fucking bothered. Yes, Omonia X United. Okay, let me find the article then because Supersport picked it up a few days ago, actually. Um, and I was quite surprised that they picked it up, in all fairness, because they don't usually pick up transfer rumours when it comes to Omonia. So uh, let me just find it. Do you know what? There's a lot of, lot of news, but nothing really to, to talk about in the press, is there? It's like they... They find these little articles and little stories and they just blow it all out of proportion. Hey, about. Sorry for my constant sniffing, man. Fucking. But hey, I'm a boss, you know what I'm at? Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here it is. One second, pink pony. I'll bring it up for you. Ella. Gavasedo. Stagrafia do Civi. David Petruzzi. David Petrucci. He's been proposed to Manchester United, to uh, Almonia. He played for Roma, Man United. He played in Turkey. He played back in Italy. He had to spell in Israel, central midfielder. But now that Bash has signed a new contract, I don't think um, I don't think he'll be going to Almonia, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So which other teams are in the best position financially to potentially challenge Alice? I can't even speak... Potentially challenge Addis. I say Buffer and Armonia. Huh. Um, well, Buffer for sure, especially given they've got a £5 million cash injection from Gorandina Homes. Um, Armonia, difficult one. Difficult one because we don't know how much uh, money Baba Stavro will commit if this uh, goes through with the Samadio. Um, who else can we really say? Abolon. Abolon will be in with a shot next season for sure, especially given their end of the season. Um, but again, it's a long summer. We don't know. And listen, we know what happens in Cyprus. We can look at the clubs going into the new season and say, that one's going to challenge, that one's going to challenge. And then four or five games later, they sat their head coach. And that's it. And then you start from scratch. You know, beginning of this season, I thought Omonia would be in with a shot for the title. Nope. Seven. In fact, what game was it? It was Abolon when we lost 2-1. I think it was like the fourth game of the season. I said it's done. So, it's difficult. It's difficult to say. You won't really know who's going to be in with a shot for the title until the, the top six is actually set up. And I think that's what I love about the Cypriot League. You won't know until it comes to the playoffs. So... You know, uh, Roy was spotted in Brodana today, scouting players at the beach. Maybe he's, he's scouting for the, the beach volleyball team. I mean, I, I'm quite jealous. I'd like to scout female volleyball players 
in all fairness. Call me misogynistic. I don't care. It's a fact. I'm a male. I'm attracted to to women, especially beach volleyball women. So sue me. Sorry, any women that's watching. Um, what about Habobo? Well, he, he, maybe he's still playing. You, you mean Habibi, don't you? There you go. Opinion on Vada to Armonia. Um, my opinion is I don't want him at Armonia. I don't want him. And that's because of his reputation. Um, and I, I, listen, it's no, it's no secret that he's a womanizer. He's got himself into a lot of trouble in the past. Talking to married players' wives. I, I don't think he's the right person to have at the club. And I think uh, any any player that we have needs to hide their wife from him. But that's my opinion. It's my opinion. And opinions ain't really facts. So you can't sue me. Piss off. Working the right way is better than the big money. Correct. But the difference is Aris are doing things the right way. And they have money. Abolo not so comfortable financially. Correct. Correct. But if they're able to make the right signings and their recruitment is right, they'll be fine. They've released five players and Vada's gone at six. So that's six players off the wage bill. So they'll still have the same budget as last season. You know, if they sell Bitta, which I think is unlikely, if they sell him, it's unlikely, but they could get at least half a million for him. Changes the budget as well. So I, I wouldn't rule them out. Maybe I'm not seeing I could be in top six. Well, listen, I think I'll have got more chance of top six than I'm not because I'm not are all over the place. At least IL, you know that they're not in any financial crisis. There's a potential takeover happening. I know there's some investors looking at the club uh, and they've been hovering around the club for the past few months. Um, I'll have got more, more potential than I'm not I'm sorry to say this. So, um, yeah. Anyway, look, I'm going to leave it at that. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. And um, I've done 26 minutes of transfer rumours. So, yeah, if I hear anything, I'll keep you guys posted. We've got two shows tomorrow, by the way. So, let's see. Hi there. Take care.